This is the Pod Damn Idiots Podcast, Season 2, Episode Number 53. I finally got our own Zoom. Straight with hookers. This is the Pod Damn Idiots Podcast. Space is the final frontier. Then this is just the pit stop at the rest area that is near. It's the Poddam Idiots Podcast. It's the Poddam Idiots Podcast. It's the Poddam Idiots Podcast. It's the Poddam Idiots Podcast in your ear. From the Henplex Studios in Battle Creek, Michigan, the Red Room in Spadeland, and the Scorpion Room in San Marcos, Texas, this is the Pod Damn Idiots Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to Season 2 of the Pod Damn Idiots Podcast. I am the host of Most Rick Spade, and accompanying me on this journey are my co-hosts. To my left in the light blue t-shirt, we have my good buddy down in Texas. He is Texas. I think I know who I am. And below me with the bald head and the black shirt, he somehow managed not to get a sunburn while being out on the sand. He is Jay Fizzle. Miracles do happen, huh? It was cold. So yeah, we are here. Episode 53, Season 2. Season 2. We made it past the one-year anniversary. And I have our own Zoom for one whole year. So. Zoom, baby. So, Rick, what's happening? Um, a lot of ups and downs this week. Um, went to Kalamazoo. Uh. Saw I-94 like a parking lot. Oh, that happens sometimes. Go to I-94. I don't know how or what happened with the wreck. It was really bad. I was told somebody had to be uh, air medevaced out with the chopper. I saw some EMTs. I saw some cops. I saw some firefighters. It was pretty bad. I mean, the cars were lined up from Sprinkle Road all the way to past 131, so... Huh. At an eastbound, so it was bad. I wonder what happened. That's not good. I mean, it was real bad. So, um, yeah, before that, a little story time. So, I go to work at 5 a.m., which means i got to be up at 4-ish. And I've been pretty good about doing that since I started my new job. So, I got into the car, and I noticed that my glove box was open. And I said, well, that's kind of weird. But my kids get into my car all the time. And so just to be safe, I checked everything and nothing was missing. My meds were still in there. Masks were still in the car. I kind of looked in the back slightly and I saw that my um, 
Dragon Ball Z jacket was still in there. So I was like, okay, kids must have just been playing around in the car. Because you know how kids are. They do that kind of thing. Kids are crazy. They just can't sleep. Keep going. So yeah, so I go to work. And then I get out and I said, okay, I'm going to go to Kalamazoo or get the kids and we're going to go to Kalamazoo. So I drive all the way to my ex's house and I'm hot because, you know, I've been working in khaki pants all day. I said, well, while I'm here, I'll change into some gym shorts. So I go to uh, pull in her driveway and I open up my back door and gym bag's not there. And I kind of look for a minute, and I'm like, did I take it inside? So I asked my daughter, and she said, no, I don't think you did. But I'm going to go check home anyways. So I go check home. I go inside. I check on the porch. Nothing there. I check in the chair where I normally put my gym bag. It's not there. So my gym bag was stolen out of my car. Then. Who steals a gym bag, honestly? Oh, it gets better. So then I'm like, okay, I'm going to go down to the city of Battle Creek Police Department, and I will go into the lobby, and I'll file a report. So I drive over there because, you know, I'm not too far away. I'm a couple minutes, and that's the jurisdiction that I'm in. So um, go there. Lobby's closed because of COVID. So it's like, okay, I'll hit the blue assistance button, and just maybe they'll – uh Answer, and I'm like, hey, I'm here to file a report on a stolen gym bag. Nobody answers it. So then I'm like, okay, I'll call the non-emergency line. Because if I call 911 and I say, hey, my gym bag was stolen out of my car, they're like, well, you need to call the non-emergency number. I've been here before. I know how these things work. So I call the non-emergency line four times. Doesn't ring. Doesn't give me a... Hey, this is so-and-so. Just dead air. And I let it sit there for like two minutes where I was like, hello? Nothing. So then I get home, and I'm pretty pissed off. And then all of a sudden I look, or I get home, I go inside. I go on the porch to get me a drink, and I look diagonally about two houses down on the corner. And over by the fire hydrant, I see something that looks like a trash bag at first. And then I noticed something red over top. I'm looking at that, and I was like, no. So I walk all the way over there, two houses down, and I don't drive that way. So it's not like, you know, it was something I could have done. Sure enough, there's my gym bag with all the stuff scattered out of it. Luckily, nothing was missing. But, like, if you realize that there was nothing in there, you could have at least took it back to my fucking car and put it back. Hmm. I don't think that's how criminals work. So, yeah. They didn't have what I wanted in Kalamazoo, unfortunately, but I got to go to IHOP with the kids, and then I drove the back roads. Um, other than that, just been doing uh, some work on the house. The caulking that I did in the bathroom works pretty good, so I don't have any leaks going in the basement right now, but the price of wood's high, so we're not building a studio anytime soon. I can afford one 2 by 4 and that's it. That's all you're getting for a studio. So, it's amazing how uh, expensive those are. I know. Like, like if I had a sheet of plywood, I'd be a made man right now. So, um, yeah. Like I said, other than that, work. And then I realized that I could get a Zoom for about 120 bucks for a year. So I was like, I might as well just do it because, you know, you never know when somebody's going to accidentally get on somebody else's Zoom and kick us off in the middle of doing the show. And 
<laughs> True, you don't actually know when that's going to happen. So, we got that taken care of. So, yeah, but that's my week. So, uh, how was your guys's? It went well. Um, it's been a really busy week. Next week's going to be really busy, too. It's just this whole month's just going to be exhausting. But fun, but exhausting. But, yeah, this past weekend, I celebrated a friend's bachelor party up at Silver Lake and did some kayaking and ate a ton of food. Too much food, but it was good. And when took the X3 out onto the sand dunes, that was a ton of fun. And we did go-karting. Actually got kicked out of the Craig's Cruisers up by Silver Lake because apparently our group was too aggressive. I don't know what they're talking about. When you're trying to pass someone and they're in your way, you don't just stay behind them. You hit them. Okay, that's just, it's a fact. A good race car driver knows this. At least when you have bumpers all around your cars. They didn't want people bumping, they wouldn't put bumper rails around, you know? But um, but we got kicked out at the end of our last race, thankfully. They cut it short and then told us um, we were done for the night. <laughs> uh, let's see here. And then boxing. Got my running in that I had to get done. Boxing class has been going good. Work. Work's been busy getting ready for actually teaching classes this upcoming week. And it just seems like every day's been busy, busy, busy. So, Texas, what about you? I haven't done anything. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Worked all week, finally. Yay. Um, Took my mom out to dinner Friday night for her birthday slash Mother's Day. And to uh, discuss me taking over the house because my dad may retire in two weeks or so because his work has kind of screwed him over on his route and he's making $3 less than he was and he's driving more and he's not happy. Okay. That, that's, wow. <clears throat> it's all happening so fast. Oh, yeah. I was promised in, I was promised March of next year and now it may be after they get back from vacation in June. But it's whatever. Uh, booked my plane ticket. So I am officially flying up June 3rd. I will be in Michigan June 3rd through the 7th. I think on the 6th, we may be planning a trip to Cedar Point. Pay attention, Rick. Maybe Sunday, we'll, June 6th. We'll see how it all works, but very potentially. So you're saying I need to request June 6th off right now? Probably, yes. I will do that. I'm leaving on a jet plane. Even if we don't do Cedar Point, we can do something. So, Yeah. Well, you know I've never been to Cedar Point. Really? Do you like roller coasters? I love roller coasters, but I've never been to Cedar Point. Where have you been? Um, if you forget, nobody invites me to stuff. Didn't Harper Creek take you guys to Cedar Point a few times? I thought so. Really? I swear I went there for physics class or something. I don't know. Well, I wasn't in physics class, now was I? Huh. That that could be possibly true. Some of us weren't valedictorians, but still don't know common things, Justin. I wasn't a valedictorian. You said June 6th? Yes. Um, Other than that, I helped my... Dad and my daughter set up their art tent for this week for Art Square in San Antonio, which is the second Saturday of every month. And my daughter made a killing. She sold 10 sets of earrings and one of her little paintings. 
my dad also sold quite a few things. My dad said it's his best his best week there, so or my, his best outing there. So that went pretty good. And... Oh man, I forgot. I, I made art. We don't want to hear about your abstract jellyfish. No, I did not squirt anything on my asshole onto a painting. So, yeah, it, I don't know. This has been one of those weeks. Uh, I know I'm probably working six days this week, including Saturday. And then the following week, I'm off Friday, Saturday, Sunday, because I'm going to NASCAR in Austin with my son. That's going to be fun. I'm pretty psyched. I am. I uh, I asked off for Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then I got the schedule for Friday, and I was like, there's no point in going Friday. So no reason thought, to use a vacation day is what you're saying. I'm still going to take the vacation day because I'll probably go kayaking or something. Ah, okay. Right. Have you gone kayaking this past week at all? I, I wanted to. I was supposed to. I, I was had. I wanted to go do it today, but then I was like, no, I got too many things to do around the house. And then I ended up not doing anything around the house because I'm a lazy piece of crap. I have art. That's uh um other than that I watched Dogecoin plummet last night. Hmm. I cried. I I lost about two grand. Uh, but that's how it goes. It, it, it'll go back up. Yep, exactly. I mean it's all profit. I, I well, except I did buy the dip a little bit because they always say buy the dip and I bought the dip, so um, dips taste good. Uh-huh. Up until What's it at? last I didn't night, looked. Uh, I think it's back up to fifty-three cents. Oh, that's not even bad at all. Fifty-five, I think. It well, was considering 55. it was damn near seventy, and then it dropped into the forties. Fifty-six. Yeah. Actually, it was at seventy-four at one point because I almost considered cashing out a thousand and getting my roadcaster, but then I was like, no. Nah, you don't want to cast out at least until it hits a dollar, because then you're only losing a thousand. No, that's what. No, I'm saying I was only going to cash out a thousand. I know, I know, but if you wait till it's a dollar, then you only have to, then you only lose a thousand shares. If you cash out a thousand now, you're going to lose about fifteen hundred shares. But uh, other than that, it's pretty much all profit because I already took out my initial investment. So nice. All my profit actually is in something else right now. Well, I mean, I got that, but I'm saying like my original earnings are on um, Tilray because Tilray finally merged with Ethereum. And then I've gotten into, I've gotten into the cryptocurrency bug. I'm trying to find the next thing that's going to launch off, but then some of those are just a pain in the ass because you got to buys a certain coin and then trade that certain coin in for the coin you want and it's just a it's it's a pain on the rear end but true if i can if i can become 45 and never have to work again i'll be happy so a lot of people would be i other than that i really ain't got much i'm a very boring person i need a lady in my life to make me do things i have art these are all these are all abstract jellyfishes that he's done no. Okay, so a little backstory. I was on TikTok with my daughter the other day, and I seen something about how to make a, um, like a planet using a bowl and some spray paint and some stuff. So me and her tested it out. These are just like our first round. Like, we're going to get better as we go, obviously. But these are some of the ones we made. Nice. 
And uh, we got this one here. It's amazing what you can do squirting paint out of your ass. Hey, everyone has different talents. And we got this one here. This is like Rick, one of the last ones I was doing. So you can see where I'm getting progressively better. Rick is selling all these. They're all uh, 50 bucks a piece or 30,000 Dogecoin. Hmm. First of all, I was selling them for $15 a piece. I'm trying to make you more. Or a handy J from the right woman. He wants a handy J from the right woman? Hmm. My ex-wife just shook her head at me. Yes, she should. Yes, she should. Yes, she should. It's fair. She sometimes laughs at it, though, so it's fine. I've also been working on my Winnie the Pooh impression. Wait, wait. I don't want to see it. Keep your pants on. That's a whole different kind of hundred acre woods. But you slather that bitch in mayonnaise and call her a cunt. Oh, bother. Hmm. Okay, then. Moving on. What's the news? All right, it's time for some news. So we got some stuff happening in a Japanese town. Um, is, so, it, is, it, is, it, is it Fukuyaki? Well, it sounds kind of fishy, but um, a Japanese town has decided the best way to spend its coronavirus relief funds is on a giant squid statue. That's not the funds we sent them, right? Because if they're spending the money we sent them on a giant squid statue, I'd be pissed. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. But, but I don't know. But then if again, I I did spend the the money they sent me on a bearded dragon and a kayak, so I guess I can't really <laughs> argue. I can't really complain too much. That's kind of that's true. Um, it's, you can't spend your money the way you want to, but I sure as hell will spend mine. Apparently, Noto is located on the west America. coast of Honshu and is known for squid fishing. So, town leaders decided a huge statue of the, of the uh, tasty cephalopod could cook up interest from tourists, according to the Inside Edition. So they're they're trying to use their squid situation, you know, to uh, drive traffic to their town. So it's thirteen feet high, twenty nine feet long, and it costs two hundred thousand dollars. I saw the picture of that thing. It's actually pretty neat looking. It does. Well, some locals think it should be used for coronavirus relief, but, you know, that's what happens sometimes. You get this money, and you're like, it's burning a hole in my pocket. I want a squid, a giant squid. So I thought that was kind of interesting. And then this one hits home. So this one takes place in Detroit. So there's a Detroit pizzeria owner, and he's upset over people that are getting $150 tickets for unwittingly parking in a handicap zone. And so he was mad because it wasn't clearly marked, so these people get these huge tickets, but they had no idea that they're even in a handicap zone. He, so he said, people will come to Detroit, try to support our city, and walk away with a $150, $150 ticket, and they feel like they were tick, tricked into it, and they were tricked into it. So what he did was he took a bucket of blue paint and marked the entire street where there's handicapped parking in blue. <laughs> he said that, that was the last straw. Well, he saw a woman and her children getting ice cream and found a ticket on their car across the street. I was talking to my buddy sitting, and he said, we're going to buy some blue paint, and we did. So there's only a one single sign along the library street curb indicating it's reserved for drivers with handicap tag, and that's it. It's confusing and pretty much... 
pretty much they're doping people in Detroit to, uh, they're tricking them so they can give them a ticket, which is wrong. I like the Detroit police, and this isn't necessarily the police, it's probably the parking people, but let's try to be a little more honest, all right? So, yeah, this guy painted the street blue where there's handicap parking, so that's awesome. Now people know. Uh, I don't know if he'll get in trouble or not. It didn't say, but good job, Detroit pizzeria owner. Let's make Detroit a good place where we don't trick people that come visit. Oh, Rick, you might rethink Cedar Point after this, but you shouldn't because it'll be okay. Because this was in the U.K., Thrill Seekers in the UK theme park. Ooh, that's some, I don't want to play that, but um, got a little more than they bargained for this week when the roller coaster got stuck at the top. So you know what happened? They had to get escorted off, and they had to climb out of the cars at the very top of the roller coaster, 230 feet up, and then they had to carefully take the steps all the way down. Could you imagine? <clears throat> This was the biggest and tallest coaster in the world when it opened up in 94. Obviously, it's not. This says the tallest is King Da Ka at Six Flags in New Jersey. Huh. But, um, yeah, I can't imagine, like, just sitting up there at the top. And then they're like, all right, we're going to have to unbuckle you, and you're going to have to climb down. That had to scare the crap out of some people. It could I, be I, worse. I, I think I'd be fine as long as I'm not upside down. I was going to say, it could be worse. You could get stuck upside down. Could you? I don't know if like physics would Yeah, like on a happen. corkscrew or something like that, or one of those rides that does a loop-de-loop, get stuck on the loop-de-loop. Yeah, but I don't, I shouldn't be able to get stuck upside down, because you should have, it either wouldn't make it there, or you should be going fast enough to finish the loop. I don't know. That would be interesting, though. You're right. All right, te Texas. Yeah. This one's for you since your birth name is Josh. And is you, do you remember, I think we talked about the just Joshin where in Nebraska they had a, all these different Joshes do a noodle bashing battle. Yeah, I, I didn't get the invite. My legal name is actually Joshua, and this was a battle of Joshes. Oh, so I didn't, I didn't yeah. get the invite. Well, there was an adventurous four-year-old that was a surprise winner in the massive Wacky Brawl Saturday among hundreds of Joshes armed with pool noodles. Because we all know Josh is, when they're armed, they have noodles. Um, the goofy event organized by a college student um, on the chilling fields of Air Park in Lincoln, Nebraska, was aimed at finding a single victorious Josh to stand for all Joshes. So the high-spirited bash was apparently the perfect antidote for Americans sick of ugly political backbiting, judging by the social media explosion over the event. So the victor was Josh Vinson, Jr., hashtag little Josh, still armed with his red pool noodle, was awarded a plastic trophy and a Burger King crown that quickly slipped over his eyes. Asked for any words of wisdom, Josh replied, I fight everyone, and the crowd roared. <laughs> that does sound like a Josh. <laughs> okay, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> any words of wisdom? I fight everyone! Except for a little kid. Be, I fight everyone! <laughs> sounds like a Josh. Yep, so... And then last, but definitely not least, a scene caught by multiple traffic cameras. A driver smashed through the traffic arms of a Florida drawbridge and made the dangerous leap as the bridge opened. He made it. Nice. The car was briefly airborne, so... So he did a Dukes of Hazards. Yeah, that's pretty cool. The traffic arms had to be replaced. Police think they identified the driver. 
The gate appeared to be damaged the vehicle's windshield, but it's unknown if the driver was injured. The drawbridge has seen its share of stunts. Just last month, the motorcycle made the same leap. I, I wish Rick would have muted his... I wish Rick would have muted his camera. Uh, technically, I can mute the... Um... Can you? Because you're not the host. No, I mean, when I do it on my end, if I have time, I can pause out when your oh. microphones. I'm working on it. But, um, yep, so it's absolutely against the law. That's why the rails are there. But you're not just risking yourself. You're risking all those other people on that bridge. Well, no one else is on the bridge. But anyway, so I think they are trying to find the person. But, um, and where I normally get my Guinness World Record news, that site's down right now. So that is... Oh, no. That's okay. We'll, we'll get more of that next 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 episode. But that is the news. Just in time, Rick, for for what? game of the week. Yeah. So that was my. So it's, that was my bad. Now it's time for the game of the week. Game of the. Week, bitch. All right, time to play my favorite game. What panties is the stripper wearing? Uh, cherry flavored edible. Do strippers wear panties? They don't. Go out, they don't go out on stage naked, Jay. Oh yeah, because they like to tease, right? They're nothing but a strap tease. I mean, granted, if I was ever a stripper, I'd go out there naked and just start making them pay me to put my clothes back on. You want to run away, stripper, with a microphone? That might stop work. It, stop it before you get us in trouble with Sony. <laughs> and I'd Some respect you more if you just took off your clothes, yeah. Bum, 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 bum. It's Hinder. I don't know if Sony owns Hinder. Sony owns everything. You're, At least I, I thought, think they I do. Disney owns everything. I showed them bastards. All right, so this week's game of the week is one we haven't done in a while. We are doing adult loaded questions. Mm, adult, adult loaded so, question. For those of you who haven't seen this in a while or never seen it at all, or, you know, tuning in for the first time, how this works is there are four questions on here. In four different colors. Purple, black, blue, and pink. I will ask one of them to pick a color. Purple. I will, I will answer the color. I will ask the question of that color. And then we will all give our answers. So, with that black. being said, I'm going to start with Jay Hizzle since someone else keeps on belting out colors. He's going to say red. Why can't I say red? Because that's not one of the colors. Gosh darn it. Let's go Purple, blue. black, blue, or pink? Blue? Yep. He wants brown. Because the world is black. Hearts all right, this, cold. All right, this is kind of a softball. We'll, we'll start it off here. What words do you associate with boys' night out? Whiskey, pizza, go-karting, hockey, games, talking about girls. Poker, strippers, video games, hockey, wrestling. Uh, whiskey, strippers, 
I like the go karting idea. I also like the hockey idea. Mm-hmm. Video games. Vodka. Maybe a theme park. Ooh. La la. Awesome. Get drunk and go ride roller coasters. What could go wrong? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that that would be that could be a poor poor choice. It'd be even worse if they still allowed masks on the rides. <laughs> oh man. Can you just imagine puking in your mask? I can't go anywhere. It's everywhere. It's in my raccoon wounds. Raccoons? Family guy. Oh. Texas pick a color. Pink, blue, black, or purple? Blue. You're going blue too? Okay. Oh, he got blue? I thought he said, I thought he went black. Uh, then I'll go purple. Purple. You're going to start us off by saying, what is something you have never done and never will do? Hmm. Run with the bulls. Okay. Jay Hizzle, what about you? I've never eaten one of those atomic gummy bears. I never will. <laughs> Such a dick move. <laughs> or anything that's super hot and spicy for that matter. There's a lot of things I haven't done, but there's things I want to do. No, I don't even want to do that. No, I, like I, I've never been skydiving, but I want to go. I've never been skinny dipping, but I want to go. I've done one of those. You went skinny dipping while skydiving? Man, can you just imagine my junk flapping in the air as I'm going down thousands of feet? Oh, my eye! Oh, my eye! My eye! And that wasn't when the jizz was flying at me. Um, oh, God. I'm probably never going to smoke. Nothing. It's sad. None of us mentioned drugs. <laughs> you never know when you're going to do drugs, though. No, I'm just kidding. I thought mine was funny, okay? I, I'm still waiting on the van to pull up and ask me to get inside. I'd probably willingly get inside. Well, you got to remember, I, I had that prescription pill problem, so I can't really say I can't ever do drugs. Just saying. All right. I'm going to go black. Uh, you see, won't be going back. What? The fact that that came out of you. It's a saying. I heard it on TV a couple times. I yes, even... but what is? It? Yes, but do you know what it means? Well, it has to do with like colors of cars, probably. But I ended up getting a red car. So after I had a black car, so it's not a hundred percent true. Oh, I, I know there's another inappropriate meaning, too, but we don't need to discuss that right now. We're still on the air. All right. I said black. What would other people be surprised to find that you enjoy? Okay. I got one. I like watching Grey's Anatomy and Station 19. And I know people find that weird, but, you know, some people watch The Bachelor and do bets on it and have fucking video discussions. 
So if I want to see what happens to Meredith Grey over 23 fucking seasons, I will do so, and I will cry at all the sad moments. God damn it. Yeah, you you mentioned mine. Um, a lot of people, especially girls, are always shocked that I know what's going on with The Bachelor and The Bachelorette and Bachelor in Paradise, and I watch it and have tournaments and have a whole group that I do it with. So, yeah, it's enjoyable. I'm not I'm not sorry. I enjoy gardening. What? I enjoy gardening. Oh, that's cool. What do you like to grow? I will grow anything. I'll grow flowers. I've grown tomatoes before. I'll grow fruits and vegetables. I, I enjoy I enjoy gardening. It's something I did with my grandfather and when I have time it relaxes me. There's nothing wrong with that. Keep it down. All right, Jay, Hazel, pick a color. Pink, blue, black, or purple? Oh, such a beautiful color. Perfect shade of purple. Go on purple. Um, Yeah. What would you not expect to be sold at your local lingerie store? Um, I'm thinking web cameras. I would expect that to be sold in a lingerie store. Wouldn't that be like illegal or something? I mean, maybe it won't be illegal, but why would they be selling web cam or um maybe not web cameras um security cameras? There we go. Blow up dolls. Yeah, they'd sell web cameras, just not security cameras, because you shouldn't be spying on people that are, well, are, you know, sex. You said a lingerie store. You didn't say a sex store. They wouldn't sell. They wouldn't sell cameras at a lingerie store. You're right. They wouldn't. Thank you. No, it depends on what. Now, now. You said lingerie store. I'm thinking Victoria's Secret. Victoria's Secret is not going to have webcams or blow up dolls. Now, if you'd say, what would you what would you be shocked to find they sell it like a sex store? Then I could come up with something a little bit weirder, but. Yeah, okay. That's not the question. The question is lingerie store. Okay, I guess that's fair. Texas, bitch. Hmm. Well, since I've never seen one at a at a uh, lingerie store, I'm gonna go with a fuzzy banana hammock. I bet they don't even sell bananas at the lingerie store. I should have put oh, that. Jesus. No, because they don't sell fruit at the lingerie store. I'm guessing. Well, I know they don't in Victoria's Secret. I never remember seeing any fruit there. Oh, for the love of dear God. Texas, save us. Pick a color. Pink. Oh, we haven't done pink yet. What could someone do in the bedroom that would make you crack up laughing? Uh, I don't know. Fart. I'm immature. Fart jokes make me laugh. You know, for I got, 
I got a I got a baseball player right now on MLB The Show 21 whose name is Jack Hoff. Oh, interesting. Um, I mean, I'm going on a turn, but a dad joke, those always make me laugh. Did you like to hear oh, one? No, that was a really lame duck answer, damn it. <laughs> but it's hilarious. Someone's cracking a good dad joke, you're probably going to laugh, regardless of the room we're in. Okay, if a girl does a dad joke while you're in the middle of coitus, you're doing something wrong. She gets on top of you. She All it said was in the air. bedroom. That's it. It didn't say what was happening in the bedroom. Yeah, you we have... have to assume what's going on in the bedroom. I know you have a... I know you have an innocent and pure mind, so you don't assume things, but my mind is twisted and warped just like Rick is, and I'm sure he thought the same thing I did when it said in the bedroom. Yeah, you know what happens when you so, assume? You make an ass out of you and me. I learned that the hard way. So what's going on in Jay's mind is the girl's on top of him. She's mounted. She's kind of going up and down a little bit, and all of a sudden she goes, what's a fish favorite music? A catchy tune. And he just <laughs> um, you know some girls like to cosplay. Yeah, they dress up as like um, um, like superheroes. Actually, I'm, gonna, and stuff. I'm gonna change mine after Rick's done. I, I thought of something. I, I think if they do like a, if they think like they're doing like a sexy cosplay, but it ends up just kind of being like weird. Like if they try to do like a sexy, like, like female Luigi, but like they kind of kept like the mustache on, I'm probably going to laugh at that. Yeah. If they fall off the bed. That was my third answer. All right. Uh, I, I will go blue. When is it better to be single? When you realize all the girls you like are hoes. Um, when you're on a dating site. It's probably better that you're on that website as a single. Because if you're married, it's going to be a lot tougher. Now look, probably people like that kind of shit, okay? And I'm not trying to be a third on anybody's, but if the girl's hot enough and her husband don't mind, I'm hitting that from the back. Okay, you know, oh the way Justin's mind works, when you said Polly, he was probably like, oh, they like Polly Pockets? I'm thinking of like polyurethane, but yeah. He means, though, when like, isn't it when like a couple's open to like a third person in the relationship or something ridiculous like that? And I see that every wow. now and then on the dating sites. And I'm like, oh, hell no. He knows what Polly is. We've corrupted him. Yay. It's like, I'm well, happily think, married, but me and my husband are looking for I, someone else to fool around. Like, are you serious right now? I think the dating sites kind of ruined him on that one. Now he knows what polyamorous means. Ridiculous. You know there's Which someone out there that wants to join, but that's not, not me. You know, when I heard that song and from Breaking Benjamin, I didn't know what it was until years later. No. All right. What was, what was the question again? When is it better to be single? When all the women you like are hoes. Uh, when you want to be able to do what you want. 
That's fair. Because right. these hoes ain't loyal. Can't turn a hoe into a housewife. Nope. All right, Jay Hazel, pick a color. Black. Where would be a terrible place to see an ex-girlfriend? Um, maybe like on a first date. I mean, that kind of suck. You're you're just meeting this person you've been talking with. You're going on a first date, and then your ex you run into your ex-girlfriend. I mean, that guy could be a little awkward and weird, depending on if you're friends with your ex or not. Like, for me, it's, well, one of my exes, it wouldn't be weird at all. But I guess the other one, I'd be like, what are you doing here? You live in Minnesota. But, you know, it would, that's probably a good answer. I mean, it is a good answer. Strip club. Is she on the pole or is she just there? Yep. Nope, she's on the pool. Mm, well, if that's the case, I'm making that bitch give me a lap dance. So, would you? It's gonna be more awkward for me than it is for you. I'll make you remember why you liked my stripper pole. Oh, oh okay. Um, for me, it's if you had feelings for the girl and you ran into her with the person she's with now. Yep. Because nothing's more awkward than seeing somebody that you had feelings for or you have feelings for, whatever the case may be. And like you see them and they're with their husband or boyfriend or whatever the case may be. Because then you wonder, is it, was it you? Are they just bad at picking people? Oh, wait, wait. I got one. Oh, boy. What do you got? I got one. You said one would be a weird time to, or one would be awkward to run into an ex or something like that, right? Yeah. When she's out with her new girlfriend. Because then That's you have to wonder if you're the one who turned her into a lesbian. I'm not saying that hasn't happened to me before, but I'm not denying it either. All right, Texas, pick a color. Let's go pink. Pink. What title for a pornographic movie would discourage you from watching it? Everyone's under 18. That's legal in the UK. Um, no, it's not legal here. They're all they're all children under eighteen. So that's just that. I would I would not watch that. I'm just making a point of reference for anybody that lives outside of the United States. That's that's legal in certain countries. Okay, fine. How Barry fucked the Cowboys? Barry Sanders? I don't know. Just some guy named Barry. I don't want to watch a gay porn. So I I have one. Um, I guess I mean. Obviously, everyone has their own thing they like, and I respect that. For me personally, this wouldn't be my kind of thing to watch if it was called Chicks with Dicks. <laughs> Just saying, that, that wouldn't be for me. Wow. 
That's a good answer, by the way. That is. Thank you. I almost wish I would have went first because I was going to make a poop reference to say, what can Brown do for you? I wouldn't want to watch that either. It's just a bunch of chicks, uh, you know, taking shits on each other after stripping out of their UPS clothes, so. All right, I'm going to go purple. Is this the last one or are we going to do one more round? You want to do one more round or are you good? Don't matter. We'll do, all right, we'll do one more round. What is your idea for the perfect date night? Well, let's see here. If it was me, I would pick up the girl. And then I would take her to a nice restaurant. And we would sit down and have a little bit of a conversation, you know, get to know each other and everything. Or if we've been dating for a while, you know, just talk about our days and stuff. I saw that fucker. Um, then I'd want to go do something fun, like maybe go-karts or like mini golf or, you know, just something interesting. Then maybe take a walk. Walking's always good. And, uh, I need to go walk. Then, of course, you know, before the end of the night, then uh, you might get your freak on, but. And I mean, get your freak on. Wait, what was the question again? What's your idea of the perfect date night? Is it, this is like, uh, okay. Hmm. So, so Jay had it his way. This is what him and his date would do. Go for it. Well, I always thought it'd be really cool. Like, my dream date I have of Dodge Viper, uh, the new Corvette, right? And then you go and you pick up your girl, and she just looks beautiful with a hot Red Wings outfit on. And then we head to the Olive Garden, or we had, or maybe Red Lobster, or some Italian or seafood place, and we just have delicious food. But our stomachs don't hurt afterwards. Maybe we pre-peptoed. Maybe it's just because the food was really good, but it didn't upset our stomachs. And then we go down to the LCA, and we have just really good seats. Maybe we even have a suite. I don't know. And the Red Wings play an amazing game. It's a sellout. The crowd's powerful. They're behind 2 nothing, going into you know the third, but they have a heroic come-from-behind victory. They tie it up with 10 seconds left in the empty net pole, and they win in three on three overtime. And then we're just we're both so happy and we make out right then and there. <laughs> and then And then we head back to my place and oh no no, better yet, we rented we rented those townhomes across the street from the LCA. We head back there and have a wonderful night. And what else happens is no one else's business. Man. You know when you said you know when you said that uh, you had really nice seats at the Little Caesar Arena and you started making out. I was waiting for, of course, I'm thinking me now. I would have been like, yeah. So then I put her on the uh, fucking boards and we're not in the arena, like in the ice rink. You can get her up against the boards. We're not getting kicked out. I gotta be able to come back. I'm gonna check her naked. We have a place across the street. I mean, we can we we have um, patience. Checking that bitch naked. Is All right. that my question or yours? 
That was mine, right? Yeah, it goes Purple. to Texas now. What okay. was the question again, though? It was, Idea- describe perfect your perfect date. date. His perfect, perfect date. His perfect date night was yeah okay perfect having, date night having a nice car and all that and red lobster and then banging chicks at Red Wings games and that's a tough one I'd have to say April twenty fifth because it's not too hot not too cold all you need is a light jacket <laughs> <laughs> all right that's his, that's his perfect date night just kidding sorry I had to do the I had to do the miscongeniality I think I. I uh, I think I know Texas perfect date night. So oh, let's hear what you think it would be. <laughs> so he's getting this Hemi powered Dodge Challenger. He starts the engine and goes. Rum, 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 rum. <laughs> he's like, oh man, I love the feel and the sound of the exhaust. And he goes and he picks up his lady who comes out dressed as some kind of Renaissance warrior queen lady. Texas is also dressed up, by the way. And she comes in and. He gives her a kiss, and they go to the Renaissance Fair <laughs> where they play a giant game of Jenga. <laughs> and then they go sword fight. And then <laughs> whatever. Um, other my lady happen. would not have a sword. <laughs> does she have a mace, a bow and arrow? What does she wield? I don't know. All I know is there's going to be some major role-playing going on, and Texas is going to love every moment. That's not bad until you start saying we were a sword fighting. I'm sorry. She's not going to have a sword. No, no. Like, like, ching, ching, ching. Like the metal steel swords. As opposed to waka, waka, waka. <laughs> you know, Jay, that's actually not that bad. Yes. Uh, that is something I would do for a date night. But, um, let's see. Besides that one, probably go get a few drinks. Get some food. Where would you want to eat at? Uh, I'm not too sure. There's there's a lot of places around here, but none of them are really date night material. But we'll discuss that at a later date and time whenever I actually have a lady. But um, after that, maybe we'd go do some axe throwing because I've never done that. And that seems like fun. Maybe go to a shooting range as long as we're not too intoxicated. <laughs> Jay, you and me got to do that one night. Territorial Brewing Company has axe throwing on, I think, Wednesdays. Axe throwing. Maybe, like Rick said, go go karting, but just some, some fun stuff. Get to know each other, depending on if it's like a first date or if we've been dating for a while. The Renaissance Festival is not a bad idea, Jay. Jay I'll give you that. That was my question, right? I, I started think so. us off. Yeah. Yes. All right. All right, Jay. Pick a color. We got one more round. So I already picked black. I already picked purple. I already picked blue. What's left? Pink. Pink. It was love at first sight. That's right. I'm gonna pick that one. What TV show must someone enjoy in order for you to date him or her? I know. I know this. I know this. I mean, truthfully. I I know this. You do? I don't even know if I... I don't think there's any... They'd have to watch The Bachelor. <laughs> That's kind of funny. I mean, TV... I like TV, but I don't think there's any show where I'd be like, if you don't like this show, we can't date. Because it doesn't matter too much. I would... Even if they don't want to watch sports with me on TV, I'd, you know... But what about a show would be cool if they liked? Like, it'd be a bonus. Or if they'd watch it with me when I watch it back, it would be Chuck. 
I love that show. And if someone watched it and didn't like it, there's probably something wrong with them, but that's okay. <laughs> Bam. You don't, don't like Chuck? What about you, Texas? Again, I already forgot the damn question. What TV show would someone have to enjoy in order for you to date him or her? You know what? Here's the thing. I don't care what TV shows you watch because you're your own person. You want to watch reality TV trash? You watch reality TV trash. I don't care if you watch the same shows as I do. It doesn't matter. We're individual people. We're not robots. We're not all programmed the same. So it does not matter to me. Okay. Well, I can't really narrow it down to one. So I'll just give a list of TV shows that if you just happen to like, it's probably going to be something that we'll have in common. So it'll make life a little easier. So, um, anything anime would be good, you know, like Dragon Ball Z, Dr. Stone, Pokemon, Full Metal Alchemist, Pika Pikachu, um, Grey's Anatomy, Station 19, A Million Little Things, um, Impractical Jokers, Law and Order Special Victims Unit, Law and Order Organized Crime, New Amsterdam, uh, those are just the ones I can think of off the top of my head. Any of the old shows that used to be really good that were on TV, like Lost, Baywatch, Home Improvement, Night Rider, Star, Star Trek, Deep Space Nine. Like if you're into that kind of stuff, then you're probably my type of chick. All Texas, right. Texas, take a It's the last question of the night, Texas. Take it away. No, Rick gets the last question, and I'm going black. It's your last question, isn't it? My last question, but oh. it's not the last question of the night. What sexual myth is a total lie? <laughs> Texas is sounding like a dwarf mouse. Uh, if you if you masturbate too much, you go blind. <clears throat> That's a good one. Jay, can you think of anything? Says the guy who has to wear glasses, but still. Um. Well, I might have mentioned this earlier, and I don't remember who I was around when I might have said the saying, and they're like, no, that's not true. Crap, I don't, but <laughs> once you go black, you never go back. Not true. That's not according to me. I don't know, but... I remember I was somewhere and someone's like, no, that's not true. And we're like, what? And then we're like, oh, so apparently it's a sexual thing that they sing, but it's not actually 100% true. I mean, I've dated white women since, so yeah, you go back. Oh, maybe you're the one that told me. You disproved the whole thing. Congratulations. Hmm. I think that's normally for women, though. Once they go black, they don't go back. Because it's hard to go from wabam to meow. Is it, though? If you're working it right. The great Nigel Powers once says, it's not the size that matters, it's how you use it. That's Austin Powers' dad. 
Hmm. You know what myth I think is a total lie? Is when a girl tells you that she didn't get off when you know sure as hell that she fucking did. That's bullshit. I know better. Now I know you better. If my hand's covered in goo, I got you off, okay? And with that, I'm going to finish this off with blue. Here's our last question, gentlemen. I did that one already, believe it or not. It was a college course for real life. We did that one already, too. All right, last try. All right. Oh, what is the most embarrassing pet name or nickname? Most embarrassing name to name your pet? No. So, like, you have a girlfriend, and she's like, oh, come here, little JJ. Hmm. You know, or, oh, come here, schnookums. Um, I'll go back to before I got into my, like, really serious relationship. Um, I was in high school, and I was dating this girl, and, like, she was really, like, affectionate, but she wanted, uh, she wanted me to call each other Pebbles and Bam Bam. And like, you know, young me, I was like, oh, that might be kind of cute. But now looking back at it, that was kind of stupid and embarrassing. So I'm going to go with Pebbles and Bam Bam. Bam Bam. I mean, I don't know. I guess like if someone's calling you like something mean, that probably gets old pretty fast. Like you're in public and she's just like, hey, asshole. Hey, dumbass. Like this mean names. Like a, this would be like a pet name and a nickname. Yeah, that would like, be such like, a mean pet name. Can you think of an actual, like, cutesy pet name that you'd be embarrassed by, like, if somebody were to call you that in front of your friends? Um. Oh, my little JB Wavy Wumpkins. I, I, I really don't know. Hey. I, I, I don't know. I, 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 Come I just... here, my little fire crouch. I mean, I, I probably wouldn't want to be called that, I guess. Some people may take that as a compliment, but. I mean, your friends will surely laugh at you. Whether or not you're embarrassed, that's a whole other story. True. But we've been calling you that since, you know, you were little, so. Texas, you think of anything? Honestly, I can't really. You're making me regret this question. I'm about to ask a, a last one. I ask a last one because I don't think anything would really embarrass me. Not All like right. a pet name. All right, somebody blurred out a color. Red. Purple. I heard purple. What do people neglect to enjoy more often? Um... People neglect that they should enjoy more often or what they neglect to enjoy often? What do they neglect that they should enjoy more often? Sleep. 
Well, that's one. Because let's be honest. Um, I mean, I definitely need to sleep more and enjoy it. Because a good night's rest feels great. But usually I neglect it, and then I feel crappy. Oh, and then just the simple things in life. People get way too worried about things, and they don't stop and enjoy just the nice, simple things, like a nice day out, going for a walk, or a cardinal flying by, or a bald eagle, or going for a drive in your car. Pizza. Texas? I'm sure there's one thing Rick might be able to agree with me on, and that is as a single parent, you don't get a lot, you don't get a lot of alone time. Because you're either at work or you're at home with your kids. So when you have the chance to have some alone time to go do something you want to do, whether it be go to a movie by yourself or go kayaking or take yourself out to lunch, enjoy some alone time. I agree with that. Um, For me, I would think if I had to pick something, I would have to go with... um, I think if you're dating someone, I think it's the whatever time you have with them. Because, like, sometimes we neglect to enjoy just those little moments, you know, the cuddling, the, like, watching a TV show, just talking about stuff. Um, That's true, especially considering a lot of us are always on our phones nowadays and we kind of take each other for granted. So if you're in a relationship with someone, enjoy the little time you have together. Right. Like, if, like if I'm ever, like sitting there having a conversation with somebody that's important to me like I try to you know turn off my phone or I'll put it on vibrate or something and I try to ignore it you know what I mean unless it's going off 20 or 30 times and I've got to see what's going on because I think it's some kind of emergency obviously um if it's like non-relationship though I think to me something that I that we neglect to enjoy is like a little small things that we used to do that we find enjoyable because, like, sometimes we're so busy with work and kids and stuff. Like, like the other day, I played a video game for the first time in, like, maybe three weeks. And it was something I did by myself, and I actually enjoyed it. And I forgot how much I enjoy playing video games sometimes. Or, like, working on, like, random stuff on my computer or writing my book, which I swear to God I'll type out sometime in the next two weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, just those little things. So, yeah, I think that's something we neglect. So, with that, that is the game of the week. Now it's time for a little bit of some Southern Charm. Jazz is racing again, so he's not with us. At least I think he's anybody racing. know what anybody know what place he's in? Oh, I don't know. I'm on Bumble looking for a girlfriend. I'm on Bumble looking for a BBB. I thought you can't do anything. I thought they have to look for you. No, you can swipe and look for them, but you can't. They they have to reach out to you. But will they know you like them? Yeah, I believe so. Could you be like, "Hey, girl, I'm uh, interested." Looks like Jazz is currently in tenth place. With two laps to go. I see you. Can. Moment. Nah. All right. 
Also, there's like a 25% chance he might actually show up. Maybe. Maybe well, not. We'll see. A 33 and a third. But so for Jazz, um, I know he usually likes to talk about how great the Joe Biden administration and stuff is. But, um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He's. I think he's starting to question, like, why did I vote for Joe? I don't know if I'm happy about it. I don't know. Maybe he didn't vote for Joe. He didn't actually tell us. Just sometimes I can't tell by, you know, what he's thinking. Well, He's really going to kill you. I hope you know this. Hey, you know how we were talking about lumber earlier? Yes. Did you know that house prices have jumped up $36,000 since last April because of the lumber shortage? Yes. To build a house, it's two to three times the amount it normally would cost. Um, it's ridiculous. And I'm blaming the government. There we go. And Jazz is blaming the government, too. That's why he's now pissed at the Biden administration. So, Biden, you've lost Jazz's support. Okay. In other fix, news. Fix the gas and the lumber, damn it. In other news, uh, this past week, Texas has passed the constitutional carry, meaning you no longer need a permit to carry your your sidearm in the state of Texas. You no longer need a license. You can just carry it freely. They also passed uh, an anti-abortion bill for anyone pregnant more than six weeks. Hmm. Six weeks, four, eight. I would, yeah, I guess by the time you're... You you would know you're pregnant at six weeks, right? Uh, I believe they said a heartbeat's in four, so yeah. Hmm, interesting. I still would like to see something where when you have a gun, you know how to use it first. Well, their feeling is if you have a gun and you want to use it, you'll be more likely to go to the range and try it and things like that. I don't know. But... The only thing... Um, definitely believe in the Second Amendment, but I would love for the people carrying a gun to know that they actually know how to use it, and they're not going to panic and then just shoot blindly and kill someone and then ruin two lives. But And, 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 other, and other news, I'm waiting for my bear arms to come in on Amazon. The, the only thing that kind of irritated me, because I was trying to watch the Congress, the Texas State Senate Talk about it. Ooh, Jazz is flying through the air. Oh, I missed it. With the greatest of ease. He got oh. he got wrecked on the last lap. Oh, oh no, bet, he's oh, pissed. I, I, bet, I bet he's pissed. Oh. He doesn't look happy, but he looks like he's going to try to finish the race. Sorry, I thought this was race car. The leader just has done 8.9.9. Why am I getting captions now? It looks like he's still, he's still going to end up finishing ninth. Oh, better than last. You know, that's the only good thing about iRacing is, like, if you fly through the air, you can still finish the race. It's not like your car immediately well, destroys. It, it actually does, but there was a lot of other cars that were just laying there. He he did a lot of damage flying through the air. Right, but he was still able to race. It's not like other, like, it's not like real NASCAR where, like, if you're out, oh, I lost the tire, you know. That's all I got for Southern Charm. All right. Oh, wait, no, no. I was going to say the Texas... Uh, Congress. 
the, uh, the Texas Congress, they were arguing over this bill. And the Democrats kept saying, well, how are you going to tell the difference between a criminal who has a gun and a person who can legally carry without a gun? How can they tell that now? And then they kept actually having, like, well, what about the police officers? For the first time, Democrats actually care about police officers. Well, we'll see how it works. Either it'll work good or it won't. Or it won't be, I guess there could be no change whatsoever, but all right. The, the way I see it is if everybody open carries a gun and everybody's afraid of shooting everybody else, they'll keep it to themselves unless needed. That, that's that's my thinking. Um, if more good people are carrying a gun, it's going to stop the bad people from wanting to d- commit crimes. I, would, I agree with that part. Because if you go to, I don't know, say... Uh, a convenience store and there's like six people in it and you want to go to rob the convenience store, how do you know each of those six people don't have a gun? Well, now you don't. And it's not like you can carry, like, I I believe you can open carry or you can keep it concealed. I do have a gun. I will start carrying it, but I'm going to keep it concealed. Well, yeah, that's what, that's what they passed was you can now conceal carry without a permit where like in Michigan, you, you can carry a gun. You just have to have it open. So but everyone knows you have if, a gun. If if I wanted to get my license to actually carry in other states, then I'd have to go through the class. Which yep. this might actually make me want to, to do the class. I want to do the class. But that's all I got. Alright, I think we should take a look at our top five. This was an interesting one that Rick thought of. Top five TV shows we love to see remade in modern day. It's not just TV shows, sir. It's also movies. Oh, I thought it was TV shows, so I just did TV shows. I just did movies. (laughs) That's funny. Well, one could be a TV show or a movie. I really don't care. Well, so to put a little context to this, for those of you that don't know, there's been several things recently that's been rebooted or is about to be rebooted. For example... Um, in 2018, they recreated the Ninja Turtles cartoon. Um, coming out at the end of May, they are going to be reviving the Rugrats on Paramount+. Plus. Um, Hulu has revived Animaniacs, which has now been greenlit for a season three. So these are just to give a context of an idea of things that we thought we'd like to see revived, rebooted, redone. So... Who's gonna start us off? Well, he always starts. He always makes me start out, so probably me. Because you're down south. Let's do this. Um, I do have an honorable mention. This one's actually being remade, from what I've heard, and it makes me a little nervous because I like the original movie, and that is Gremlins. It's a good one. Um, so. Number five, even though I like the movies and I love Leslie Nielsen in them, uh, I do believe they might need to remake the Naked Gun movies. Um, number four, there was rumors of this one getting remade and Jason Momoa was supposed to star in it, but it has kind of been put on a halt and Jason Momoa left the project, which if they do do this, I would like to see Jason Momoa back in it. And that is The Crow. 
Okay. Number three, Inspector Gadget. Ooh. And I don't care if that's the movie or the cartoon. I really don't care. You know, they remade the uh, cartoon for Netflix not too long ago. Did they? Well, I haven't really paid attention. All right, redo the movie then. <laughs> Start uh, it out there. Number two, I recently heard that this one's getting remade. And it's being remade by Seth MacFarlane, the creator of Family Guy. So if anyone was to do this and to do it right, I think that would be Seth. I do have some reservations, though, because the first movie was pretty perfect. The following few kind of diminished a little bit, and that's Revenge of the Nerds. Okay. And number one, again, if they had... I really don't want to see it remade because I like the first four of them. But if it gets remade, I'd like to see it done with the right cast and the right people. And that would be the Police Academy. So, Rick, what about you? Okay, so I had to think long and hard about this. Um, he said long and hard. Number five, if they... I'd like to see him redo something similar to what they did with another anime. Um, Full Metal Alchemist, they had done Full Metal Alchemist, and then later they redid Brotherhood and made it more like the mangas. Um, I'd like to see something similar to where like maybe they would change the story a little bit, but I'd like to see it with the anime Death Note that I got my Ryuk tattoo from. Um, I think that'd be really cool if they did like the same voice actors, but they just changed the story a little bit. I think that could be really fun. Um, my number four, I would have to go with Ren and Stimpy. I loved Ren and Stimpy as a kid, and I think if they could reboot that and make it, you know, as cringy as they did, and I know they tried doing it back in the 2000s, um, when they had Spike TV. Because I remember these things. Um, but I'd really like to see that again. Um, number three. I don't know if you guys remember this. But Most Extreme Elimination Challenge. That was the Japanese uh, guys who uh, were like Kenny Blankenship. And um, I can't remember the other guy. But they were dubbed over Japanese guys. that were watching other Japanese people getting hit by random shit while trying to go through courses. I, I, I like that show. It always came on before and after Monday Night Raw. So I think it'd be great to reboot that in some way, shape, or form. Um, my number two, and maybe I'm going to get heat for this, but I'd like to see Terminator redone. And I'm not talking like, and I'm not talking like you know, T8 with fucking so-and-so as the person. No, I mean like a complete reboot. Yeah, I don't think that would work. I think it would. They already tried to make like a movie with our Arnold once and it was horrifically not as good. Yeah, but you got to start the whole thing over. Yeah, but you just, you, you if you can't beat the original, why try? Okay, it's one thing if you're going to continue a story with Connor or whatever and then, or, you know... 
someone related to Connor. You know what I mean? No, just reboot the whole fucking thing. Yeah, but Arnold is the Terminator. You have to call it something else. I don't know. Unless Arnold's in it somehow. Just as long as he's not cameoing like all the Ghostbusters cast did in the female reboot. I never saw that. That reboot was garbage. Absolute garbage. That reboot was shit. I'm so glad they're doing like a continuation of the first two with the grandkid storyline. I like that so much better than the horrible women. I just want to women aren't fl- funny. I just want to watch the little fluffy puff guys throughout the entire movie. Little stay puff marshmallows. So yeah, that's my number two. And my number one, like I said, I had to think really hard about this. And I know it's like one of my cult favorite movies, but I would like to see them reboot Demolition Man. Demolition Man was one of my favorite movies. And Aren't I know they it's kind of a sequel. They had talked about it, but I don't think that they're actually going to do it. But if they're not going to do it, I'd like to see just an entire reboot. I know they would have to put it like farther in the year 20, like 82, because I think when they came up, it's only like five years from now, and we still don't have Taco Bell and pill form <laughs> and floating cars and fucking swear uh, things every time you swear and three seashells. If they if they did the swear thing, Rick, you'd be in deep shit. Yes, yes, I would. I'd be even worse if they had to do like the sex with virtual reality. I'd be fucked. Probably easier to get fucked, but I'd be fucked. Hmm. I can't get off like that. So yeah, that's my top five. Jay Hizzle. Uh, I did pretty much all TV shows because uh, that's what I thought we were doing, but um. Number five, Legends of the Hidden Temple. It was a great Nickelodeon show that I loved. I can actually watch it now on the Paramount Network, but um, I love that they remade that show. It can be even a more adult show if they want, or with the kids, it doesn't matter. That was fun. And then I was thinking that they made, since they have a movie with Wonder Woman, if they remade the TV show, and it'd be cool if Gal Gadot would star in it too, but um, that would be pretty awesome. As a kid, I loved... Um, this is one of my favorite older shows, I Dream a Genie. So that'd be cool if they remade that one. Just think of all the special effects now they could do. Be pretty awesome. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I loved watching that. So it'd be interesting to see if they could remake it. That'd be a tough one to make better than the original, though. I'll give you that. And then number one, they tried remaking this once. They messed up at the beginning. At the end, they started getting it right, but it was too late and it got canceled. But I'd love if they tried at least one more time a reboot of Knight Rider. Be awesome. Is that your top five? Yeah. So if they rebooted, who would be kicked? Oh, I'm thinking maybe Kit would... Well, last time they made him a Ford Mustang. But I'm thinking... I, I think he's referring to who would be the voice of Kit, not what car oh. would be Kit. I mean... If I will, could be wrong. If William Daniels... If William Daniels is still alive, it'd be cool if he'd voice it. I want the voice of Optimus Prime. <laughs> <laughs> I am the Knight. Industries 2000. <laughs> I mean, that would be cool, too. But William Daniels, I'd, I'd love if he came back. According to this, they're turning it into a movie. 
David Hasselhoff's talked about it, and nothing. I didn't hear anything since. But yeah, if it actually happens, that'd be cool. Well, the last time you talked about it was in January, so I mean, it's not too far from where we're at now. I say, let's do it. Do it. I I have I have uh I have Beast Lowe's top five. Okay. Okay. So Beast Lowe's top five. Uh, number five is Cops. Since they took it off the air, he wants it back. Number four is the Kardashians, but instead of the Kardashians, he wants the Trumps. <laughs> Number three, My Little Pony. Oh, that would be a good one. I think, my little, I think My Little Pony is still going. Well, he wants it. He wants it remade, and he wants more sex involved. I don't know why. That's Beast Love's weird like that. Pony uh, sex. Number two, he wants Powerpuff Girls. You know, I was sad the reboot didn't last as long as it did. Well, again, he texted me he wants more sex, which again is weird, but he's whatever. gonna kill you. He doesn't listen to the show, so it's okay. <laughs> I'm. Um, Hang, wait, hang on, hang on. And uh, number one, <clears throat> number one, he says that he says that uh, police officers are not as important as uh, EMTs and fire and rescue. So he wants live rescue, and he does. He wants no more cop shows besides cops because cops aren't as important as. Uh, EMTs and firefighters. Siri, set reminder to uh, have Texas tased by Be Slow. <laughs> All right, that reminder set. Whatever happens, happens. B, if you watch that, I love you. Um, Texas, are are you getting angry? I'm always angry. That's why I stay white. Uh, I'm angry. And it's time to tell somebody to bite me! Bite me! Ah! Bite me! <laughs> Fight me! Fight me! Fight me! And now it's time for Fight Me! Featuring Jay Hazel, Texas, Rick Spade, and Guzzle Bird. And don't forget the Quacker Ducks. All right, so I'm gonna go first this week. Oh, um, wow. 
I know I kind of mentioned this as a side mention on Jay Hizzle's last week, but go figure this crap happened to me the very next morning. If you're on the access road, which in the state of Texas, most access roads are two lanes and you're in the slow lane and I'm driving fast in the faster access lane and you cut me off to go onto the highway but you're only going 55 miles an hour and you continue to go 55 miles an hour onto the ramp to get onto the highway, causing both you and me to almost get rear-ended by a semi-truck because you're too dipshit to put your foot on the God. I almost said the GD word and my mom would have slapped me. Put your foot on the fucking accelerator. (laughs) You can bite me, you jackass. You need to have your license removed for doing that kind of shit. Jay Hizzle, what first what first world issues do you have this week? When you and your friends are at a bachelor party, you're at Craig's Cruisers, you're driving around those go-karts, and yes, maybe you bump a little bit and they hold up the no-bump sign. Maybe we don't read. Maybe we're too busy trying to win a race to read what your sign says. But we still race hard, and then we do another race, and we race hard, and then the third race... We're racing extremely hard all in the group, trying to pass each other. And some kids that are running it are just getting frustrated for whatever reason, don't know why they have their panties in a wad, decide to end the race that you paid good money for early because they feel you're bumping and being a little too aggressive. This is go-kart racing, people. Real go-kart racers have to get aggressive if they want to make the pass, okay? They were not just out there for fun. We're there to win. So you can't just end the race early that someone... Paid good money for. You're not giving us a refund back. It's not your money that was lost. We didn't do any damage or anything. Maybe you're lazy and you don't want to go spin the cars around when they get in an accident. Well, boo-hoo, you're getting paid either way. So, <laughs> to those kids running the go-kart place that are like, this is your last ride. You're done for the night, guys. You can bite me. The joke's on them, though, because we weren't going to do any another one anyway. It was actually our last one. All right, then. Uh, Rick, Guzzlebird, what do you guys have this week? Oh, should we bundle it into one or what? All right, Guzzlebird, take it away. Okay. Welcome back to the show, bitches. It's a whole list of problems. If you're going to be a cunt, break into somebody's car, steal a goddamn gym bag, and then decide, oh, no, there's nothing worth stealing, and then just toss it two houses down, you can bite me. If you're a police station with a lobby with a fucking button, and nobody answers. Aren't you supposed to be there? What if someone's being shot out front? Oh no, we won't answer anyways. You can bite me. If you have a non-emergency number, but nobody answers it, you can bite me. If you are going to drive like an asshole on the highway, causing a accident, 
that turns I-94 into a parking lot, you can bite me. If you're going to advertise a saxophone on your website for pickup today, and then you go there, and they're like, oh, no, we don't sell that here. But you can go at the music store when they open on Monday. Aren't you the goddamn music store? You can bite me. <sighs> oh, and also, fuck raccoons. Uh, I, I have jazzes bite me. Um, it's for the English language. Why do you have so many different variation of theirs, theirs, there, and there? And yeah, so jazz says the English language can bite you, bite him. Captain B. Slow says, Fuck Neptune. I don't know what that means, but fuck God Neptune. Of, God of the sea or the planet? It didn't specify. He just said fuck Neptune. Let's go with let's go with the planet. I don't want to piss off the God of the sea. Hey, hey, real quick. Do you know what the best planet is? Uranus, because Rick's hands up it. No. Do you know Jay Hizzle? Saturn, because it looks cool. You were close. It was Saturn. It's because they liked it, so they put a ring on it. <laughs> uh. <laughs> if you like it, then you better now. put a ring on it. If you like it, then you better put a ring Stop on it. Stop it before Beyonce gets us shut down. Hey, she's hey. more powerful than Sony. She could probably do it. Hey, kill the song, damn it. Kill the song. Oh. It's time for, um, oh, it's time for that segment. It's Rick's segment. Apparently you forgot to play the uh, pilots, huh? Yeah, I don't know where that yeah, one we, is. We don't have the budget for season two for pilots. Sorry. Blew all the budget on blackjack and strippers. Anyways. Yep. Speaking of card games. I'm sure many of you have wondered where we get our nicknames from. So let's talk about Rick Spade for a moment. So, for those of you that don't know, uh, back when we were younger, I was a pretty avid card player. Um, I used to get online and play on, like, Poker Stars and all that kind of stuff before I turned 18. Just, you know, kind of fooling around, just... Trying to learn, I'd watch um, 
the World Poker Tour and World Series of Poker and stuff. That's what he did between masturbation sessions. No, because unlike both of you, I had a girlfriend at the time. Um, anyways, um, anyways, so at the time I had a wrestling name that I was going by and I didn't really like it and I wanted to change. And that's when I kind of decided I was going to merge the two together and I went Brick Spade. And what was the wrestling name? Believe it or not. And I came up with this before it was a thing. Um, about maybe first grade, I had um, gone with the name Street Dog. So I was the Street Dog Rick Moore. And then around, you know, mid-90s, somebody named the Road Dog Jesse James came out. So I kind of had to cut my name out. So I used it for a while. But then eventually it became Rick Spade. But I know you're wondering, okay, so you like poker. So why is that important? So let's talk about the first time I won a tournament. So we used to hang out and play with poker at everybody's houses. And, you know, we'd be in either B-Slow's mom's basement or we'd be over at Jay's house or we had the poker room set up down at my house. Or we'd be over at uh, Texas's sister's because that's where he was staying at the time. Or, you know, we'd go to a couple of other places' houses, and uh, we'd go and play poker. And I was pretty good. There was a lot of times where uh, it was either me, B-Slow, or Texas that were winning these uh, games fairly regularly. And when I turned 18, I said, I want to try myself out at a tournament. So there was a um, super tournament that was being held by some firefighters. It was like a firefighter organization. See, firefighters are more important than police. But uh, it was held by by a man named Steve Frisbee. And uh, I asked him about it, and he was like, okay, yeah, we'll put your name down, um, and we'll hold it. And then I ended up getting postponed until, I believe, July. But uh, then he messaged me, and he was like, yeah, do you want to still come to this? And I said, yeah, I sure do. So I go there, and there's about, uh, I believe it was 67 players. Sounds about right. I know there was a seven at the end. So 67 or 77 players. So I'm sitting at the table and as I'm playing, I start looking around and next thing you know, there's only two tables left. And then they're like, hey, you're going to move everything over to this table. And I'm like, okay. Now they were only paying the top four spots. So the first spot was getting their money back which I believe I paid $75. That sounds right. Or no, it was 45. I paid 45 to get in. So first, fourth place was getting 45. Third place was getting 90. Third place was getting 225. And then first place was getting $500. So I'm at the final table. They put 11 people at the final table. Within two hands, one guy's out. Next thing you know, another guy's out. Then I knock a guy out. And then I start realizing that I'm the chip leader. I have most of the chips. So then I knock another guy out. And he had been talking shit to me all night. And of course me, I'm still gracious. So I try to shake his hand, you know. Tell him, you know, it was good playing with you. Because that's just the kind of person I am. 
And then we get down to the final three. And this guy, I believe his name was James. He ends up knocking this guy out. So it's me and this guy, James. <clears throat> final table. I had most of the chips. Now, the way it worked was one of two things. Either whoever had the most chips at midnight was going to be declared the winner. Or whoever knocked the other person out was going to be the winner. And it was about maybe 11, 30, 11, 40 at night. So I had about 20 minutes to try to win this or hold my chip lead. So we get to the first hand. I call. He checks. We see the first three cards. We're playing Texas Hold'em. I check. He moves all in. I didn't really have anything, so I fold. And I see what he's trying to do. He's trying to chip me down as much as he can. So then the second hand pops up. So he calls. I check. First three cards come up. I check. He immediately goes all in. Again, I didn't really have anything, so I fold. So then the third hand pops up. And he looks at his cards and he immediately goes, I'm all in. I haven't looked at my cards yet, mind you. I look at my two cards, and when you're head to head, anything suited or anything suited is good. Anything that's a face card is good. Anything that's paired is good. So I look at my two cards. I have a jack ace offsuit. It's one of my favorite hands to start with. I immediately said I call. He looks at me and he goes, I wish you wouldn't have done that. He flips over a two and an eight. So it's a two and an eight versus a jack and an ace. So the first three cards come up. Not a damn thing for either of us. Turn card comes up. Again, no card helps either of us. River card comes up. The final card, again, no card helps us. So I end up winning the entire tournament with an ace high. Hmm. Wow. So he was really bluffing hard. So he bluffed hard. I won with an ace high. I took all the chips. And I won my first tournament, which was $500. And I just remember that night, I got in my car. I still had my little Chevy Nova at the time. I drove home blasting the cops theme. I drove all the way home. I got home. I knocked on the door. I said I won. My parents didn't believe me. So there I am with my money in my hand. I'm like, 100, 200, 300, 400, 500. Called my girlfriend at the time, said, hey, I won that tournament. She was like, no, you didn't. I said, the hell I didn't. I was like, I'd show you the money right now if I could. So, yeah. That's how I won my first poker tournament. Nice. Was the ace at least a spade? I believe the jack was a spade. The ace was a heart, hmm. if I remember right. But, yeah, so... The Rick Spade thing isn't technically a gimmick. I am pretty good at poker when I try. And eventually I will get back into some tournaments once COVID stops and they actually start doing tournaments in the poker room. So. Nice. All right. Well, I think it's time for some tweets of the week. Hmm. My mate broke his leg, so I wrote, you are stupid on his cast. I was just adding insult to injury. 
<laughs> my boss always laughed at my jokes at work, but since the pandemic, she never laughs at them in Zoom chats. I asked her why doesn't she laugh at them anymore. She replied, because your jokes aren't remotely funny. <laughs> That's funny. Um... Pandora's box wasn't actually a box. In fact, all the trouble started because it was a jar. Huh. My wife said I don't really understand the science behind human cloning. I said, that makes two of us. <laughs> oh, that's great. How long is one minute? It depends on what side of the bathroom door you're on. Very true, very true. Oh, two antennas met on a roof, fell in love and got married. The ceremony wasn't much, but the reception was excellent. And okay, I've got to put a limit on you. You're going to keep going. One more. And I quit my job as a mailman when they handed me my first letter to deliver. I looked at it and thought, this isn't for me. <laughs> uh, classic Trump tweet. Let's see here. This was... um. When he was leaving Walter Reed Medical after he had to quarantine and get treated for corona. I will be leaving the great Walter Reed Medical Center today at 6.30 p.m. Feeling really good. Don't be afraid of COVID. Don't let it dominate your life. We have developed under the Trump administration some really great drugs and knowledge. I feel better than I did 20 years ago. That was from Trump. October 5th, 2020. And, and then Arnold um, agrees with all the governors, apparently. He says, I agree with all my fellow CA governors. It's time to bring California back from the stupid virus. Step one, talk to your doctor. Step two, get your shot. Step three, get pumped. You're more likely to get an allergic reaction listening to politicians. And um, those are the tweets of the week. <laughs> Bum 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 Guzzlebird, Guzzlebird, what is the word? What is the word, Mr. Guzzlebird? What does everybody want? Bread! What does everybody need? Bread! Hard, hard, suck my dick. I mean, what? Banana bread, banana bread. I had some of that Saturday. It was delicious. Oh, it's so good, isn't it? Because uh, when I was out at that art show thing in San Marcos Square, someone was selling fresh-made banana bread. So I bought me a loaf. Oh, God. All right, so apparently Gulliver's drinking right now, so I'm going to do these real quick for him. Okay. All right. Al Snow says... Why do they need to ask so many questions at the blood donation center? Whose is it? Where did it come from? Why is it in a bucket? Mm. Get it? Because the blood's in a bucket. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And finally from Al Snow. Where's that one at? What if slugs are just snails who went through a divorce? Yep. She kept the house. All right, and then in Jurassic Park, 
Check out our new wedding plus two for one funeral event package. <laughs> we do host murder mystery parties, but we do not guarantee that all the deaths will be a mystery event staff. And finally, if you're here, then who is watching your lizards? Ooh, very interesting. My lizard's, are, in a, my lizard's in a tank. Those are the Jurassic Park tweets. That's all I got. Now you know what it's time for. Tell me what a jelly donut is. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand how this is a urban dictionary term. Because we all know a jelly donut is just a delicious piece of pastry filled with jelly in the middle that you eat and then your taste buds go thank you. Um so let's see, an urban dictionary. It's probably like when a girl shoves jelly up a place where it really doesn't belong and then the guy licks it out. Okay, then. Jelly donut. The act of ejaculating onto the face of a woman after oral sex and then proceeding to punch her in the nose for the desired result of cum and blood on her face, and she finds it erotic. Note, the term jelly donut is derived from the combination of cum and blood resembling a freshly bitten jelly donut. Yeah, that's gross, disgusting. I don't know what's wrong with this world. Uh. <laughs> All right. Well, as if we haven't taken our audience low enough with that term. It's the bonus urban dictionary definition of the week. Take it away, Jackson. Ladies and gentlemen, the beginning of season two, I would like to thank our sponsor for the urban dictionary definition of the week and the bonus urban dictionary. The bonus urban diction. Mary. Def- I can't, for some reason, I can't say the bonus one. The, the bonus, bonus urban, urban Dictionary definition of the week is brought to you in you part much. by... <laughs> brought to you in part by Dirty Rib Job Grill Seasoning. You can get it in the original Dirty Rib Job, the spicy Dirty Sanchez, or the fish-flavored grill seasoning, the Dirty Trouser Trout, all available on Etsy.com. Just type in Dirty Rib Job in the search bar. Do not type in dirty panties because you'll get a pink eye and STD and feel ashamed of yourself for buying someone's panties. Sometimes you sniff them and their crotch smelled good. Can either of you tell me what cashew means? Cashew? Um, yep. Let's see. Cashew in real life, again, is just a really delicious, well, not delicious, but it's pretty good tasting nut. Protein, good for your health. Um, maybe it's just like some slang term for balls, you know? Like, man, that guy's got some big cashews on him. That's my guess. Apparently, Jay Hizzle's looking at other guys' cashews. Rick, I'm just saying what it probably is. I'm not saying anything else. You know, sometimes when you take a shit, you see like the coronet or sometimes nuts. So, 
cashew is when a guy sticks his dick up a woman's ass, and when he pulls it out, there's uh, some brown with some nuts on it. Cashew. <laughs> Ta-da! Wow. Da, 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 da. Uh, cashew, a person who is half Catholic and half Jewish. Oh my! One parent of each religion, a cashew. Very interesting. All right. Well, now that we've taken you down low, let's take you back high with our closing Can words of you wisdom. Take me higher, higher. Texas, what do you have for the people? All right, I've only got two this week. One of them's a little long, but this is the five best sentences. I should have said this during Southern Charm, but I'm going to say them now. Five best sentences. Number one, you cannot legislate the poor into prosperity by legislating the wealthy out of prosperity. Number two, what one person receives without working for, another person must work for without receiving. Number three, the government cannot give anybody anything that the government does not first take from someone else. Number four, you cannot multiply wealth by dividing it. Number five, when half of the people get the idea that they do not have to work because the other half is going to take care of them. And when the other half gets the idea that it does not, or it does no good to work because someone else is going to get what they work for, that is the beginning of the end for any nation. And my last one. When you're feeling down, just take a moment and remember who the fuck you are. Nobody can play you. You're great. You're strong. You're resilient. You are the shit. And uh, since today is Mother's Day, happy Mother's Day to anyone that has had a slime-covered alien fall out of their pleasure portal. Wow. Wow. I mean, wow. (laughs) Maybe next time I'll just go first. Mm Mm-hmm. Follow that one up. All right. One day you will tell your story of how you overcame what you went through, and it will be someone else's survival guide. And then Larry King once said, I remind myself every morning, nothing I say this day will teach me anything. So if I'm going down, or, sorry. So if I'm going to learn, I must do it by listening. And finally, don't downgrade your dream just to fit your reality. Upgrade your conviction to match your destiny. Jay Hizzle, take it away. All right. But yeah, um, like Texas said, happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. They're definitely greatly appreciated. We wouldn't be where we are in life without our mothers, that's for sure. And then I got, I'm just going to read one simple one. When one door of happiness closes, another opens. But often we look so long at the closed door that we do not see the one which has opened for us. Helen Keller said that. That makes a lot of really? sense. Mm-hmm. 
I like it. All right. With that said, we like to. The thing I know Helen Keller ever said was. Wow. You're going to get us kicked off the air. I'm sorry. It's past my bedtime. I apologize for that one. We would like. We would like to thank you for joining us here at the Pod Damn Idiots Pod Podcast. Please like and follow our Facebook page of the Pod Damn Idiots Podcast. You can reach us on the Twitter at Pod Damn Rick Spade, at Pod Damn Texas, and you can send your complaints to him, or at Pod Damn Idiots P1. You can email us at Pod Damn Idiots Podcast at Outlook.com. Please like our YouTube at the Pod Damn Idiots Podcast and subscribe. Please also like, subscribe, and leave a five-star review on your preferred podcast app of your choice, like Apple, Google, Stitcher, Podbean, and more. And tell your friends, tell your family, tell your loved ones, your creepy neighbor, that beautiful nurse giving you your second COVID shot, the cop that just pulled you over for speeding, the firefighters, the firefighters that just put out the fire in your house that you started when you blew up your lab, your wife's boyfriend... <laughs> The hot waitress at the restaurants that are now open. Your babysitter, your boyfriend's sad piece, the hooker on the street corner, the drug dealer, or anyone else you come across, tell them to please check out the Pod Damn Idiots podcast. Thank you.